0: All right everybody we are here episode number 2 of the good old hockey podcast we had a little <clears throat> kind of delay in how the schedule was i was in tennessee um gally couldn't make it today he's busy doing stuff for work so salute him he does he'd send in some picks for us so he'll kind of join us for the um some of the picks here but um as far as that goes though uh this first week of hockey we are back this is zuch for everyone that doesn't know He's a part of our college football podcast, but he'll be on here too from time to time when he can uh, for hockey. Um, Zuch is actually related to Ray Whitney of the Sharks, Carolina Hurricanes. He was a part. Tell us a little bit about that um, Stanley Cup. So or, yeah, Tell us just, a story from that one.
1: Basically, it was the year after the lockout. He was on the Red Wings going into the lockout. They, I believe, decided, I think they bought him out I don't know how, remember how all that stuff worked with the lockout, but I think they bought, either bought him out or didn't re sign him for that next year. So he went to Carolina, which, especially back then, Carolina was not like known as like a destination it's, spot. Now that yeah. he was ever like a superstar, but it was like a, I didn't really think much of it. I was like, oh, going to Carolina. Okay, whatever. It was a weird year in hockey that year. They ended up playing the Edmonton Oilers, who are the eight seed, and the Stanley Cup. Played the Sabres in the Eastern Conference Finals. So we went to a couple of Conference Finals games and then we went to mm-hmm. a couple of Stanley Cup games. The last one ended up being Game 7 in Carolina. <clears throat> went up to the box at the end to start the third period. Mm-hmm. They got the empty net goal with like a minute left, maybe a little under a minute, right around that mark. We got, went down there, our aunt picked us up, put us on the ice. Then after that, we went to like the after party and we're in the locker room with the celebration, all that kind of stuff. Ended up going home at like four in the morning. It was, it's hard to go to any sporting event. And I live up to that now. It kind of got unironically ruined at 12 years old or however I was. I just wish I had been of legal drinking age.
0: Drinking age. Yeah. That would have been a lot more fun, but it's still a good memory to have, but that's cool. Um, yeah, so he's, I mean, Zuch has been a hockey fan for a long time. Um, yeah, ever since
1: I was a kid, my mom's a big Red yeah. Wings fan, so I was yeah. always, most people around me were big NBA football people, and yeah. I always like, I mean, I like baseball a lot too, but yeah, I definitely, when it came playoff time, would much rather watch hockey than the hockey NBA.
0: Hockey or baseball, yeah, or basketball, yeah. No, I feel that, um, <clears throat> yeah, me and Zuch have always talked hockey. We went to a Golden Knights game for the playoffs last year, third round. That was a lot of fun. Um, what yeah, we made that the... plans, oh. like,
1: what, five days before the game? Yeah,
0: I think it was, like, right as they won round two, I, like, texted you. I was like, we could realistically go to that if it's on Memorial Day weekend. And it happened. Um We saw those guys get in a fight, the Stars fans. They were uh rude. I'm not going to say what they said, but uh, – <laughs> Paid they, uh, what thirty
1: bucks for a double gin and tonic
0: or whatever it was. Yeah, got. that too. Yeah, the drinks there at Vegas, beautiful stadium, but my god, it was yeah, thirty bucks for uh, what Jack and Coke. I think I got. It, it was, was
1: expensive. I don't remember what yeah. we got, but it was a lot of money.
0: It was. It was a lot of fun though. Um, this is my first time in Vegas as a legal adult, um, <clears throat> so we had a good time. But. Um, yeah, last week actually I saw the home opener for the Predators. That was a lot of fun. Bridgestone gets rocking. Um, they beat the Kraken. Oh, what was it? Three one. I think I, I think I put fifteen bucks on them to win money line, and I won like fifteen bucks back because they were like <clears throat> minus a hundred or something. Um, but yeah, that was a fun game in Bridgestone. It was loud there. Um, Cody, <laughs> he saw the catfish come on the ice, and. He was like yelling at the top of his lungs. He was like, That's my catfish. Um the ice. Um I like yeah. that tradition. I, I
1: like how they just yeah. Buying what they
0: are, so yeah. No, they do. They have their goal horns, Tim McGraw, singing, I like it, I love it, I want some more of it. <laughs> that song. It's it's a lot of fun. Um but yeah, they definitely they Nashville the Preds like live up to what they are and they have an intermission they had I didn't even know this, but they have live They have a live band that performs at halftime um, or halftime at intermission. Um, And it's pretty cool. It's just like a total Nashville experience um, with all the live music there. But other than that, uh, we did have a good first week of hockey, I think. I had a lot of fun watching. Um, We saw – I forgot to mention this, but we saw the start of Connor Bedard's season or career, I guess you could say. Um. How do you think he's been doing from what you've watched?
1: I mean, I think okay. he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Like, you're not going to have, <clears throat> I don't know, he kind of reminds me of Paul Korea a little bit, but in today's game, you're not going to have the hits that Paul Korea had to take. Yeah. So I think true. that definitely been, I know a lot of people thought, oh, he's small. Hey, and he still might get hurt. He is a smaller yeah. guy to be playing professional hockey, but. They've based for the most part taken out those like open ice. Like even yeah. when guys, I, you'll see them every once in a while, someone's head is down and they just get drilled and it I a, like, yeah. I don't think it's dirty, but
0: it's not like 2000s it nearly movies. as much. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. I think for him, he's had all this attention. I think NHL has done great with marketing him. And I think I forget how many viewers were watching, but they had a pretty big record in terms of uh, viewership on the first night that he played, which is huge for the game. Cause I think that's something, I mean, we all of our friends have talked about how hockey doesn't really market itself. Well. And I think part of that comes from players like McDavid or Matthews, maybe not being as loud personalities and Bedard, they kind of just shoved him into that. And even I look at him and he's not the most charismatic guy. I mean, he's 18 years old. So it's not like he's, going to be crazy charismatic, but he's not this big character. But NHL does well, I think, of just, especially for clicks, too. Um, nowadays, it's all really what marketing is, especially for sports and stuff. Like, we see with the NFL, with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey now. Yeah. Um, I think they've done it the pretty At the end of the day, day it's entertainment. Job.
1: Like, yes, it's yeah. a competitive sport, but it's... You put on TV what entertains people, and he... I think part of it's that he looks like he's like 14 years old. Yeah, all of that stuff. I think he'll playing in Chicago. Like right now, at least the Bears are terrible. I could not name a single person on the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. The Cubs were okay this year, and the White Sox yeah. suck. So <clears throat> if the Blackhawks really, if you if you really think about it, yeah, the Cubs had the one World Series. White Sox won a World Series like fifteen ish years ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But really the most consistent and good team for Chicago has been the Blackhawks. So yeah, I think that, that true. you know, Kane and Taze were big. It was still I think they would have been a little bit bigger if they started kind of dying out when it started being on ESPN and ABC yeah. and stuff like They were still they were kind of stuck in that. Same thing with Ovechkin and Crosby that
0: Yeah
1: weird thing where, like, the playoff games used to be on, like, CNBC and stuff like that, which is, you know, they didn't have the best pool, I guess would be the word, to get their games back on ESPN after you're locked out for an entire year. Like, ESPN didn't need them. It's like we have the NBA Finals. We have college football. We have the NFL on Monday nights. So I think that him being – him having games on ESPN and if once they get a little bit better and they're in the playoffs on ESPN, and even TNT, like TNT
0: yeah, TNT does get, a great job. Yeah.
1: Yeah. TNT does a great job and it's easy to like, I don't think most people know to look for like CNBC isn't even around the sports section. Like if you're no. surfing through the TV and you see like you're by TBS, at least when you're on ESPN and stuff.
0: Yeah, no, it's true. Um, yeah, I think they've done a little bit better job. And I think also, especially with Bedard being... I mean, his hype has been equal, if not more, than McDavid's when he was entering the league. I was too young to see Crosby, but I know looking back on it, like he had a lot of attention to him. But I think nowadays with social media, Bedard's just going to get all the attention. More than like we've ever seen, obviously, just with the way the world right. is. But I think... Yeah, I mean, I think some people see it as the NHL like just glazing him and only looking at Bedard when there's other great players, but I think it's just tough nowadays with the internet and he's what's getting them clicks and views and yeah, like you said, an 18-year-old kid playing in the NHL getting all that attention is just different than most other sports, I guess.
1: Yeah, to be <clears throat> literally at 18 most people are in their first semester of college or like yeah they just joined the military whatever they do right you're right out of high school basically so yeah Yeah. that would be a lot of i can't even now i can't imagine like everywhere you go there's cameras on you and you're getting asked the most random questions by people you don't even really know and it's going to be all over twitter and instagram and espn or TSN whatever you want to call it so yeah he should be around for the next which is wild to think about like 20 years probably yeah I mean he is so smaller but maybe, so maybe he gets it gets cut a little bit short because he is a smaller guy but we'll even see even then I
0: mean, if he's third I mean what Patrick Kane's 34 35 now he's even in 15 years I mean we're going to be in our 40s um which is crazy to think about that this kid's just going to be there and I don't know i I remember people saying that he's going to be a bust and stuff, but I don't think that he's going to be like, I just don't, I don't think he's, he's too good to be a bust. And even if he takes a couple of years, even like McDavid, he didn't win the Calder. He got hurt. Um, and he was a little bit smaller too. He didn't lack height, but at least weight and stuff. And but Dart's still a big kid. I mean, he's got huge thighs and forearms the size of a refrigerator. So he's got some muscle mass, but He is shorter. But um, as far as not talking about just Bedard, but in the NHL, we've got some hot teams um, on the rise. We'll probably do this throughout the show, just kind of talk about some teams who are on a hot streak right now. Um, What we have written down, our first one is Ottawa. Uh, Right now, they're leading the Atlantic with six points tied with our other team that we're going to talk about. But I haven't watched a whole lot of their games. From what I've seen, they've been doing pretty well. Um, who did they, Do you know who they lost to?
1: Not off the top of my head now, but they've seen to have been building. Like, yeah, they were going through the whole thing with like the ownership, and maybe they relocate. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're talking about relocation. I know they have yeah. new owners now, mm-hmm. so I think they have taken the smart approach. Like, I don't know. I feel like pro sports fans never want to be a little bit patient because it is a like going through a whole year knowing you're going to suck. Yeah makes it hard to, like, watch the team, but, you know, they have Kachuk to build around. They have – uh mm-hmm.
0: I cannot Stutzel. think of that.
1: Stutzel. They have – like, they're – and who knows, like, those guys are both young, and Ottawa yeah. in the past has gotten to the Stanley Cup or gotten close, and then the next year, they just – the bottom falls yeah. out for yeah. whatever I think reason.
0: that's what's tough about some of these teams, like – I mean, we'll see what Vegas can do, but some of these teams that kind of don't have like a building piece or, I don't know, like Vegas is a very, it was a, like they did a great job. Obviously they want to stay in the cup, but there was just like collect, collect, collect and go for the cup. Right. Which it worked out for them. But long-term, like, I mean, Ottawa, I mean, a lot of these teams too, just having a team you could build around. The Sabres are a good example. They're not doing too well right now as we speak, but it's also three games in, so not going to act like they suck or anything, but that's a team where they've been building for a long time. Um, And it's just luck too. I mean, I think sometimes, I mean, they had Jack Eichel before he got traded and now he's a Stanley cup champion and they're still fighting to make playoffs. So it depends on those teams, but I think Ottawa, like you said, did a good job of kind of building. It's slow, like rebuild process sucks, but it just needs to happen because you can't just kind of, pick up free agents, and hope you're going to win because that's just not how it works.
1: No, and there's not, you know... I think hockey and baseball are more similar in the way that you're never going to... Like, yeah, Jack Eichel helped Vegas win the Stanley Cup. I don't think that there's any disputing that. But it's very rare that there's a free agent who you can just sign him and that automatically is going to push you to like being like yeah mcdavid would be if mcdavid signed tomorrow with detroit they'd probably go from not being uh a bubble team yeah bubble team to like oh yeah they're gonna make the playoffs like it's very rare that that happens and you have teams that do go all in and it doesn't like once you go all in i feel like in hockey you have two to maybe a max four years and if yeah. it doesn't work out and you've signed i mean you saw with the sharks they signed uh carlson and then they had yeah. that contract on the books it wasn't working yep. out
0: It just fell apart yeah
1: it just falls apart and then you're if you do go all in like that with signing like the big name free agent or trading for guys who you know you're gonna have to give a lot of money and it doesn't work out the, it just seems to me like it's going fine like you're competing in the playoffs, at least maybe for a Stanley Cup, and then the next thing you know, it's you're picking third in the draft. And a lot of the times, those guys have traded their hot their draft picks, thinking yeah. you know
0: to get players. Yeah,
1: yeah, like you know, oh, we're gonna finish in the playoffs. So this is gonna be like a 27th overall pick, worst case, and that ends up being a top five, like a lottery yeah. pick. So yeah,
0: yeah, no, it's true. Um so yeah, I think they've done a good job. Um I think our next team too, Detroit has done a good job of that too. Um, <clears throat> they've been doing really well. They're second, they're tied for first really in the Atlantic. But I think they're a good team this year. Um I think we can see that they got who uh, to this year or this offseason. Um and I think if I'm not mistaken, I've heard rumors that Patrick Kane could be following to and going to the wings i don't know how that would work i still don't understand his whole contract thing because i he's is he on the rangers right now i know he's hurt but
1: i don't i think he's a free agent because like there's people talking about him going to buffalo
0: yeah that's what i see too um so i think yeah he's a free agent right now but i think he's hurt that's why he hasn't really signed with anywhere yet but i mean if the red wings can get him that'll change i think that's another player that's going to change their dynamic um he's a bit older but he's still Patrick Kane
1: yeah um, and you know they people are starting to question Steve Eisenman a little bit which I think is ridiculous I mean yeah yeah he built what that run Tampa Bay had he built yeah that team, that they, team. like all of, yeah. nearly all of those guys were people he took like had them drafted whatever it was mm-hmm. and Detroit was bad when like I think Detroit fans are a little bit spoiled because they literally yeah. were in the playoffs every year for like twenty-five yeah. straight years, and not only that, we're like competing, like winning the Stanley Cup or getting as about as close yeah. as you can to it. And yeah, they've been yeah. bad for the past four, or however many years. But yeah, the dude, like, I, if there's anyone I would trust to like build a team or like build my team, it would be Steve Ice. Like, the dude has been in hockey yeah. his whole life. He Yep, as a multiple-time Stanley Cup champion, he made Tampa Bay yeah. a dynasty. Basically, is what they were. Like, I guess they yeah. needed that third yeah. Stanley Cup to be considered a dynasty. But
0: I think if you go to the Stanley they,
1: Cup three times in a row,
0: I think they got they have three, right?
1: I thought it was, had, I thought they won back to back. They won the COVID year and then the next year, and then lost
0: to Colorado. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did. They did.
1: But like, um, if, I mean,
0: I think I mean, two. Yeah, if you win two Stanley Cups and then go to a Stanley Cup playoff, especially in hockey, like I think the Stanley Cup is one of the hardest. We all know it's the hardest trophy to win in sports, and yeah. I think even just going back to back is impressive. I mean, Chicago was a dynasty; they won, and they won every other year. If no, they won back to back one year, but still, like that's a hard thing to do, to go back to back like that. Um. And yeah, even like on that point, how we were saying with like dynasties, I think St. Louis is another good example where they won in 2019 and they had Ryan, they traded for Ryan O'Reilly, gave up Tage Thompson, and now they're kind of just left with what's left. I mean, Tarasenko's gone, yeah, these guys are gone, and it's just, yeah, it's another one of those examples where you kind of go for it and it works great, you got a Stanley Cup, but now it's kind of they're in just like a weird spot where they don't really know what to do um, with their whole thing. So, but um,
1: you get stuck no matter, anytime you try, like make those type, it's very rare that a team makes that type of trade. It works out and then they keep being good for like a lot. Like there's most teams that have won the Stanley cup recently outside of Vegas, which is a weird scenario where, yeah they basically had to choose players and even them they trade you know they've trade like they don't haven't had many draft picks because they traded for you know uh oh my god i'm blinking on his name right now uh jack eichel stuff like that so you, it's just not it's like we said at the beginning it's if you go all in for that you're there's a reason they call it all in because after that's yeah. over, you're going to be, I mean, Pittsburgh, Chicago, Washington, yeah. Tampa Bay is probably creeping into that right now where yep. they you know, they don't have the money to sign other guys yeah. and yeah, like not even lower level guys, but guys who aren't your superstar, but contributed a lot to you winning the Stanley cup sign in other places because their value is at an all time high. And yeah, they have their They have their one or two Stanley Cups. So like, all right, I'm going yeah, over here. It might not be yeah. as good, but I'm getting paid a lot more money. So
0: yeah, no, for sure. Um, <clears throat> that kind of segues into our next team, the Knights. Um, I think. Well, first off, they are four zero right now, hot team. And like you said, I mean, they yeah, they went all in. Which funny for Vegas, how going all in, but. <clears throat> as a team, I think they're really good this year. And I think they have another couple of years until they need to start worrying about any of that stuff. Um, as far as like losing or just players regressing or anything like that. I mean, Mark stone's a little bit up there in age, but I mean, Jack Eichel's 27. He's in his prime right now. Um, and I think we could see more from him this year, even than what he did last year. But <clears throat> I mean, so far they've been doing good. They're, 4-0, I saw, I forget who said it, but someone said that they've won, I think it was the last three games, or the first three games they won, they won 3-1, to one, and they won the series against the Panthers. Or no, they beat them all 4-1, to one, and that's how much, like that was the series that they beat the Panthers. They beat them in four, four, four games to one. Um, so it's kind of a cool little thing that they did. But, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, they're 4-0 right now um are they playing as we speak right now
1: yeah they're playing uh winnipeg right now they're up three to two in the second intermission
0: okay so they could be five zero once this drops but we'll see with them um do you have any thoughts about the knights and
1: I, I mean i'm a little i mean and maybe it will come later but i'm a little bit surprised there's not some type of hangover of yeah you just just because he plays so late and then i don't know like i've For me personally, it would be hard to not spend, like, a lot of that off-season, like, celebrating. Like, obviously, yeah, you're still going to work out and stuff. But you win that in June. Then you have basically for the – at least two weeks, I would think, after that, you're not doing anything but, like, partying and you have your Stanley Cup parade. And then you want to go home and spend time with your family and so on and so forth. So to, like, be – 4-0, 4 and 0 maybe 5 and 0 out of the gate after doing that I think it's pretty impressive granted it's early and
0: yeah still though that's that's hard to do to come out and be undefeated pretty much well exactly yeah you're undefeated <clears throat> especially coming off like you said that long season or I guess short off season and yeah you're going out celebrating your win which is something you're allowed to like if you win the Stanley Cup you I think get the benefit of yeah taking the off season a little bit to celebrate. Um, but yeah, they've been good. I said in the beginning, I wasn't sure how Aiden Hill was going to do. He's again, um proven me wrong. He's been lights out. Um, he had that f- save in the first game that I was like, wow. Um, so I think he's going to be a good goaltender for them. Uh, it's just tough with goalies because the sharks had him and he wasn't Really doing anything? He wasn't. I mean, I don't even think he started, if anything. But <clears throat> traded him for a couple picks to the Knights, and then all of a sudden he goes off and wins a cup with them the next year. So that's just something that kind of happens with yeah, goalies. It's, I
1: feel like goalies are weird because I feel like they develop. Yeah, like later, I like, they do. Yeah, I don't think you're ever going to see a goalie that is like Connor Bedard. That 18, he is no. thrown immediately into the league, and I like, get no. I feel like it takes goalies a little bit to get. Yeah, Flurry's one of the
0: last one to do that, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, Uh, that immediately. And he struggled because it is a huge. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. I just feel like everything's faster and everyone, like, you know. Yeah.
0: Goalie's such a mental game, too. So you kind of have to get used to that. Um, A good example of that, like, so Dustin Wolf, who's on the Flames. He was a kid that I played with back in, I was a, probably eight years old. And <clears throat> obviously then I didn't know that he was going to go to the show. But then once he started playing in the WHL, he won goal of the year. And then he won it in the AHL. Or he won, what was it? WHL, then he won it in the AHL twice back to back this last year. He's still in the AHL now. And it's like, he's my he's 23. So... He's still young, but he's this hot prospect that they're going to have. And yeah, I think it just takes time for goalies. It's not like if that was a 20-year-old kid, he would be playing in the NHL right now or player. But since he's a goalie, you just kind of need to let him grow and develop, Um, which is something that's tough about goalie. It's probably the hardest position I'd say for hockey, just with the mental aspect of it. And you're the only one there. Um, and yeah, it's just also the hardest one to crack into because there's only so many spots they have on a roster for a goalie, so that one's tough, but right. uh another team in the Pacific that is not doing so hot is the Oilers now, this is a team I think everyone thought was gonna come out hot um and again, it's still early, so we're not gonna write them off or anything, but <clears throat> I mean, I guess they killed they killed the predators, like killed them, but they also got killed by the Canucks in their first game back, which is not something I was expecting. I expected a good game, but not that. I think they lost like 7-2 to or something. That yeah, sounds right.
1: 7-2 to or 8-2. to They got yeah. killed.
0: Yeah, they got killed. Um, but yeah, with the Oilers, I think, I don't know. I mean, that team, it's tough when you have two of the highest paid players in the NHL or one of them. And I don't know. It's just tough to build a team around that. Especially nowadays with how talented everyone is. Yeah. So, I don't know. What do you think about the Oilers?
1: I just think, like, that – I don't know. Like, I mean, I know it's crazy to say, like, trade Leon Dreisaitl, but I don't – I don't see them. and I could be – maybe they just go completely off and – or – dominating in the playoffs but it just seems like to me every year in the playoffs they end up making it and the first round goes great and then those has got those top two guys get a little bit not that they're bad or anything like that but they're not going to score you know four goals every night you're just yeah yeah like everyone says it in the playoffs like defense gets a little bit tighter like
0: mm-hmm.
1: they the oilers still this this year they're starting jack campbell tonight and he's not playing good again they don't have a goalie. They their defense is always just getting Yeah. Picked on. It's just yep. and it seems to me like it's gonna be the same thing this year. I think the problem if they don't make the playoffs, then they really have a lot of questions to answer. But even if they do make the playoffs and lose in the second round or you know, I know I know they made the Western Conference finals a couple years ago, but they got thoroughly dominated by Colorado, which Colorado kinda dominated everyone that year, so Yeah. I don't know how much yeah, that says, true. but they, I mean, the Knights dominated them last year. Like the Oilers yeah. won game one, I th- was that four? To- it was either four, one or four, two.
0: Yeah. I think it was a four, one series,
1: but the Oilers won that first game. Or no, The Knights won that first game, like six to five or something yeah. like that. And then yeah. uh, they started getting hot goaltending and blow yep. down McDavid and Dreisaitl and they were, you know, Every game against the Oilers, teams are scoring four or five goals. And I don't care how good Connor McDavid is, he's not going to score. Like, it's virtually impossible. Especially those good teams.
0: It's about like Vegas, who's a good team who can play good defensive. And then you add in Aiden Hill just going off. It's tough to, yeah, like you said, it's tough to keep winning. It's easier in the regular season because you don't see those teams every other night. Whereas when you get in the playoffs, Come game seven, they've got you figured out. And if you've got two players, you could say three with Nugent naja Hopkins. But once you stop those guys, and like, I mean, a lot of their points come from power plays too. So it's like if they're staying sound on penalties and stuff, then you're just kind of screwed at that point. Um, and yeah, I just think, <clears throat> I don't know. I think this this is their year they kind of have to, Make another push. They've gotten unlucky, I think, too, partially just playing teams like that at that point, which, I mean, both the teams they played the last two years won the cup. That knocked them out right. of the playoffs. So, and like a lot just of times, you get burned.
1: Yeah. And a lot of times, like a team like that, who, you know, they lost to whoever the Stanley Cup champion ended up being, uh, that's. You end up winning it, but like I'm looking last, like at their playoffs last year, they this is the games they won. They won four to three, or sorry, lost four to three, won four to two, lost three to two, this and then allowed the four, three, four against the Kings, which they okay. uh, won that, that series. One. Yeah, That was round one. They had one game that they allowed two or less goals. And then let's see this Knights one real quick to make sure I have that right.
0: Yeah, I think that's their biggest issue. I think I remember in the regular season when I was betting on them, even I was always betting the over because it was like, yeah, the Oilers are going to score a lot, but they're also going to get scored on a lot too.
1: Right. So, and then against the Knights, they allowed six, one, five, yeah. one, four, five. So it, you're just not gonna. Yeah,
0: you can't win. You got
1: two games, and they played six, twelve games, and two games they allowed two goals or less. You're not gonna. It's no. amazing, really. They even made yeah. it that far, and it's because of McDavid and Drysidle because they score, yeah, all the damn <clears> time. <throat> I but... think
0: Drysidle was tied with Marcheseau, so, or if not, Jack, one of the two. He was like up there by the time the Knights had gone through round one, two, three, and four. Drysidle was still on the leaderboard for most points in playoffs, which is great.
1: Maybe that's what that one guy after the Knights game was talking about. Whenever yeah. they lost, and he said that they yeah. need to trade him.
0: Yeah. No, maybe he's right. He was, um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Trade him yeah. for Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah.
0: Well, literally. Um, so yeah, I don't
1: know about. I mean, I don't have anything like a like. Yeah, Edmonton fans can kind of be annoying about like, and they're not wrong. Connor McDavid's by far the best player in the league, but yeah. they're almost in this weird thing where if you say. You know, I don't think Edmonton's gonna win the Stanley Cup, but they think you're saying like he sucks. Like no, he's fantastic. No, he's, he's like great, but... setting himself up to literally be, like arguably, be the best of all time. I think at this point, yeah. with how much he, how good he is, and yeah, if you take into account, which I know people fight about, like oh, you can't compare eras, but if you take into account the era he plays in, the fact that he scores so much is absurd. Yeah,
0: yeah, but no, I still. It's true.
1: Until they get that goaltending and defense settled, I don't see them and the West is full of teams that like like Dallas, like uh, I cannot think of that Dallas goalies name off the top of my head. But he like you're like I don't see it yeah. I don't see a matchup that the Oilers play like deeper into the playoffs unless there's some random team that they end up playing that they have the better goal either one of their goalies, like that they have the better goalie ever. Like yeah, for sure not that's against Dallas.
0: That's a good point. Right now it against any of those playoff Vegas. teams. Maybe the Kings. Um, I mean, there's a lot of teams on there on here, though, that <clears throat> have better goal, both goaltending and defense. So that's is tough for them. I mean, it's hard to root against McDavid or at least just bet against him. But to a point, it's like you got to help him out. And I mean, that'd be tough to get rid of dry side on. I don't know what they would do, but if they don't win this year, you got to do something.
1: Yeah. Well, even this, like they're down four to one right now and they've lost eight to one, four to three, a win six to one. And now they're down four to one. So it's the same. It's the same. Yeah. Thing that it usually is of like, just, and I mean, yeah, they probably need to be getting more than one goal. Like that's not ideal, but yeah. I mean you don't want to get too far like you don't want to get like start out too poor I know what this will only be that fourth game or fourth game yeah but you don't want to get too far back and then be
0: struggling yeah
1: really need help like I don't know I think they should trade for a goalie that I honestly think that you have to get you have and I don't even know what kind of like trade bait, they even have. Like, I don't know if people are going to trade for Evander Kane. Like, that guy is no, no not no. well received by. He's had his past issues. I'll just say that. Like, yep. it's not you know. Yeah.
0: Well, he also that's I mean, not a guy you <clears> trade <throat> for.
1: And you're like, oh, he's going to help the locker no. room come together. Like, I think there's a lot yeah. of.
0: <laughs> or give up one of you'd your be big about for trading that. for him. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think for them, I mean. Darnell Nurse is another player they could hypothetically get a trade for, but he's getting paid, I think, close yeah. to $6 million. And he's not – I mean, he's a good defenseman, but overall to be paid that much money – Darnell Nurse, what I was saying, he's a bit – I hate to say overpaid, but no disrespect to him, but I just – I don't know. For $6 million and someone that's not really doing – the best job he can. It's also, I mean, his supporting cast isn't very great. So I guess that kind of comes into it too. But I, yeah, I think I mentioned has to do something different. Yeah. Especially just, if they don't do anything this year. If
1: It's obviously not working if they don't do anything this year. Yeah. And you can't keep wasting like legitimately <laughs> uh, beyond generational talent of a player yeah. and the bad defense, the bad yeah. goalies, like that head the head coach they he's and maybe the people like he's coaching like i seriously think they just can't stop teams from scoring
0: no at the they end can't of the day. yeah that's what sucks for them but um <clears throat> yeah okay so as far as oilers we'll see how they do i think it's i don't want to say anything too early cuz they could turn it around but <clears throat> it's not looking too hot for them um but uh, our last team on here we've got <clears throat> Is Vancouver. And the one game I only watched recently... <laughs> um, the one game <laughs> I watched Jason the- funny. That's funny. Um, the one game that I watched of them was against the Oilers. And when they absolutely smacked him, Quinn Hughes got his captaincy, which is awesome for him. They did a cool little ceremony where I didn't really get it because he was wearing his assistant captain thing. And then all the previous captains of the, the Canucks gave him his jersey with a C on it. But I thought it was a cool ceremony they did, Um, and then to come out and totally kill the Oilers was good for them. I think they're a team also right now that have a good depth around them, especially building around someone like Quinn Hughes, who's a great great defenseman. Um, But we'll see how – I don't know the longevity of it, though. I just don't know who else. Yeah, Elias Peterson – but other than that, I just don't really know.
1: Yeah, I mean, your Damco had that good playoff run a couple, few years ago now. I think it's been three years. Whatever it was the COVID year, right, that he was like, the Knights could barely score against that damn dude. And then yeah. since then, I haven't heard much about him. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But Vancouver's been bad. So. Yeah, they have. Yeah. yeah. That probably has a lot to do with it. But
0: yeah. Yeah, I think we'll see how they do this year. Keep an eye on them we'll see how they do, but we'll move into our next step here. <clears throat> We're going to do little plays of the week that we saw, um, on here, just stuff that, I don't know. made just drop our jaws, I guess you could say. Um, but I will share. So my one this, this week, um, so what was it? It was a couple nights ago. Canes versus the sharks. Uh, if you guys don't know, I'm a sharks fan. So <clears throat> this year's going to suck for us, but you know what? That's okay. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood, they got in the off season from New Jersey. And I think he's got some promise. He's still a young goaltender, but <clears throat> better than what we had before uh, with James Reimer. So, but this is the save he made the other night and my jaw hit the floor. I didn't, I was just like, wow, I can't believe he made that save. I th- I thought they're going to get scored here. I was like, well, they stopped it. So, um, hopefully he turns out well for us, um, Zuch's is this. Uh, this happened tonight as we're recording. So Monday night. Um, Here
1: comes that great Edmonton defense.
0: So, I mean, that's, yeah. That's just tough. We could try to see what broke down there. Let's see. So McDavid comes down, turnover. And then it's one guy back. Is that Nurse? I can't tell. No, it's Bouchard. I mean,. That, I think that comes down to goaltending. Also, the turnover was bad, but that was a snipe and a half. Uh, poor McDavid. <laughs> He's Him
1: demanding um, a trade. Yeah.
0: He looks depressed. Um, Philly, wow. They haven't had a good team in a while either.
1: No, but they have torts now.
0: True, they do. Ugh.
1: So they'll make yeah. the playoffs a couple years in a row, and then it'll come out that like everybody in the locker room hates his gut
0: yeah <laughs> not shocked. Um, cool. well, um, yeah, we'll probably keep doing that just kind of look at some plays of the week and um, everything like that. But our next segment's gonna be our pick'em, which is something I like to do. So if you haven't watched before, what we're gonna do, we're gonna bring up some betting lines of the games. It's kind of tough because hockey doesn't really put them out too far in advance. Um, so for today, we're recording Thursday these are the many the betting lines for Friday night tomorrow um, the first one we've got on here well actually galley sent us in some picks that he's making um, so for Columbus and Calgary who play tomorrow night uh, they are over six he's betting the over on the over under for six goals for that one he's got a Penguin's money line for Saturday Kraken money line for Saturday and the Ducks money line for Sunday, which I don't know how he got those odds. Don't know what they are, but I'll ask him next time. Uh, he's got a Saturday parlay too as well, with the Capitals money line, Blackhawks money line, Avs minus one and a half on the spread, and a Sabers money line. So those are his picks. Um, but for what we have here, our first one tomorrow night: Calgary versus Columbus. Uh, so Calgary is minus one and a half on the spread with plus one seventy. Columbus being plus one and a half at minus 205. Their money line is minus 142 with the over, or Columbus with the money line of plus 120. And the total goals is six and a half. So, Zuch, what is your pick for that game? I'm going to go with
1: the over on the six and a half on that one. I think that'll be like a five to four. Type of game, eight. it's still early yeah. in the season. True, goaltending is a little bit questionable on those guys, so yeah.
0: I think honestly, I would go money line Calgary for Friday. I think Gally said that too, but I don't think Columbus is going to beat them. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be a close game. That over is not a bad bet either. Um, it's also
1: the it could be the Johnny Hockey revenge game. Even though he just left there of his his own accord. Yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, that could be his... I think it's in... It looks like it's in Columbus. But I'm sure every time he plays Calgary, he's got that fire in him. So that's not a good point too. Maybe bet a little bit of him getting a point or two. Something like that. Kind of another side bet there. Uh, The next one we have is New Jersey and the Islanders. Islanders are at home. The Devils are the favorite for the spread at minus one and a half. Uh, their odds for that is plus 195 in New York being minus 238 for the spread of plus one and a half. <clears throat> the Moneyline is minus 120 for New Jersey, and the Islanders is plus 100 with the over-under being six. So, Zooch, what is yours for that pick? I'm
1: definitely going on the under on that one, the goalie matchup. I'm okay. guessing I- – Sorkin is going to start for the Islanders, and I'm looking at his stats right now, and his save percentage is 952, mm-hmm. and let's see, so he is allowed two goals, I guess it's not that great. two goals on 42 shots, but both wins, 3-2 to two yeah. and 1-0, and then, I mean, New Jersey looks like they're going back and forth. The Schmid guy, Akira Schmid, has one overtime loss. So if it's him, I'm definitely going the under on that one. The Islanders don't score. The Islanders never score a lot. They try to win every game like it's 1985.
0: So, Yeah, they do. Islanders play an interesting game of hockey. It's not the most fun to watch. But New Jersey is a fun team to watch. I would have to go uh, New Jersey covering. Could be tough. I don't know that they're going to win by two. Honestly, yeah, I'm going to go New Jersey covering. I think that they <clears throat> score more than two goals against them or win by more than two goals. I think it comes down to New Jersey being up by one and then they score an empty netter late. Um, I don't know that it would go to overtime. So I'm going to go with that one at plus 195. Um, but yeah, I think... Trying to think of any other news around hockey right now. Um, I can't really think of anything. Oh, actually, Boston. I did say in the beginning of the season, I didn't think they're going to do too well, but so far they haven't been doing horrible. So I think they could be in for it. They lost a couple of players, obviously, with retirement, but I don't know. They look solid.
1: Yeah, Boston's, a, they're like one of the outliers of. Like one, but it even didn't even seem like to me that they like went all in ever on anybody. Like the guys that were like Bergeron has always been a Boston guy. I'm pretty sure Brad Marchand has always been a like they they even traded Tyler Sagan because they didn't think he was like serious enough about
0: he was ended up being a bit
1: pretty good trade. Like he's still okay, but he's not
0: he hasn't lived up. I feel because how old is he? He's probably like 30.
1: Yeah, he's got to be in his at least early 30s because he's been around a while. I mean, he was on that Stanley Cup team in 2010. So that was, even if he was 18 in that year, then he would be 31 right
0: now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, Boston is another example, like we said earlier, of a team that I think really built from the ground up. And they've been getting, like, I mean, they got pasta. What did they get? Did they get pasta that year that they didn't do very well? I think so, because I mean that was a steal and a half. I don't know what pick he was. Let me look that up. Um, Poster. Never know how to spell his name. I know. So, I know. It's draft pick. A Czechoslovakian name. Twenty fourteen, and okay, so he was taken. Oh wow! Let me pull this up. So these are the guys he was taken. Of hold on, is this right? Oh my god, okay, so here he's at right here at 25. He was taken, or these are all the players that are taken above him Jared McCann, he's on the Penguins now, Connor Bleakley, I've never really heard of him, Kapanen, Robbie Fabry, who scored that goal tonight, Nick Schmaltz, Tony D'Angelo, Alex Tuck, he's a good player, but I think I put pasta above most of these guys, Dylan Larkin. You could say they're pretty close together, but I'd still put Past over him. Uh, Honka. I mean, half of these guys aren't really big names. Kevin Fiala, but still I'd put Past over him. Nylanders, not a bad pick. Um, I mean, some of these guys. Wow. Sam Bennett. Dreisla- I mean, all three. Sam Reinhardt had a pretty tough, tough career, especially playing on Buffalo, but I mean, all these guys, he was picked 25th and they must've finished. That was when the Kings won. Wow. I didn't know he was that late.
1: I didn't either. I thought he was like a top 10 pick.
0: I did too. Huh. Well, now we just learned that, but yeah, I mean, that's again, another team that has kind of just been slowly building their team. And obviously they were good when they won the cup back in what, 2010?
1: Yeah, twenty ten, twenty eleven season, I think. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That year they were a great team then too. So it's like, yeah, it's just one of those teams. They've been a great franchise, obviously, but um, yeah, I think we see. <clears throat> I don't know. I think I think they're gonna make the playoffs this year. It's just no, tough out that that Atlantic Division this year, especially because we've got Senators, Red Wings, Bruins, Maple Leafs. Canadians, Lightning, Sabers, and Panthers. And if you can not yeah, and that's like the Canadians as a L. Everyone else is fighting for playoffs. Right. Maybe you could yeah, say they, Tampa, but Tampa's still a good team. But yeah, the Eastern wow. Count the Flyers out. Count the Blue Jackets out. I mean, the Eastern Conference is just tough. We knew that last year too. What do you think um, – me and Gally answered this last episode, but what division do you think is the weakest? The weakest? Ooh.
1: Honestly, it might be the Pacific.
0: Yeah, that's what I said. This
1: year because, like, I, th- I the Knights look good. But other than that, like, Seattle, a lot of these teams... San Jose, like, re- realistically – I mean, I know the Kings made the playoffs last year, but San Jose and San Jose, yeah, Anaheim, both are going to be bad. Calgary, yep. probably not going to be good. Seattle, we'll see. Vancouver, yeah. probably not going to be great at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, they're going to have benefit to their – but that's the thing. It's like they're going to have benefit because they're playing the Pacific. So that's where I think a lot of these – Teams that maybe aren't as good could sneak in the playoffs just because of where they're playing. Like, I think the Knights are going to win the Pacific. Oilers, if they can turn it around, will be second. Everything after that, though, is a dogfight, except for the Sharks. Yeah.
1: And it's and also weird now that I, like, actually, like, really look in depth at it. Poor Arizona just got shipped off from the Pacific. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, no, they did. Now they're in the Central. And even the, I mean, the Central, the West Coast just really is not that good. We've got Colorado, who's going to be good. Nashville's going to suck this year. Arizona will be good soon. Winnipeg will probably be solid. The Blues, I don't know. Stars will be good, but then everyone else is going to be pretty ass. So yeah, we will see. But I think that wraps up this week, Zuch. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this weekend. When does that ESPN? The when do they do minutes. that?
1: It's this week, this coming up week. Let me cool. look real quick.
0: Is it on the weekend? Is it on Saturday? I
1: want to say it's. Let's see here. Where would they have it? What did they call it? again? the uh, ESPN like. Uh, ooh. Also, we have this to was... shout out Barry Melrose. I think. Forgetting I don't ALS. know what they call it. It is October 24th, so uh, that is Tuesday, I think, because I leave on the 25th. I think that's Tuesday night. That's Tuesday,
0: yep. So that's Tuesday. Huh, that'll be fun. I guess, let's see what the schedule is for that that night.
1: Everyone plays. It's all 32 teams, which is sick. No
0: way. That is cool. Well, I'm glad, yeah, 16 games. Wow. Okay, let's look at this. That is going to be, I don't know why that's on ESPN pm oh huh. that's weird um <clears throat> yeah so Toronto Washington that's not a very good matchup this will be kind of fun to watch Buffalo Ottawa that'll be kind of interesting that'll be a write-off that'll that could be interesting depends on how Pittsburgh keeps on doing that'll be a write-off well maybe we'll see how Florida is doing this year this game will be boring because the Islanders are playing. <coughs> This game could be interesting. This game will be a rivalry, but I think Boston's going to probably beat them. Although, no, they beat them last time. Last game, last time they played. Um, That'll be interesting. That'll be a good game. That could be a good game. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. Oh, geez. So it's not like, I wish they kind of made it a little bit better matchups. Yeah. But I think it could be fun. I think it'll be a good tester for them. I don't get how this whole thing saying ESPN, but then these aren't saying. I don't know. We'll see how they do it all. I don't think I don't have the details on what exactly they're doing. But I'm glad they're trying something new because ESPN is kind of. I don't know. I just I think last year was tough. Even we can talk about this. The blackout. What 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 game blacked out the stars in Vegas?
1: for us yeah the stars in vegas which is weird because i get the vegas games yeah i don't know why the i don't know if it has something to do with the stars being the steelhead's affiliate or i don't know like why because that that, yeah. i watched i've watched at least part of every vegas game this year except that very first one i was at a movie but that one was yeah. on espn so that one wasn't going to be blacked out yeah anyways but usually like we get Seattle blacked out, don't we? The Kraken.
0: Yeah, but I want to say I watched it. A... Oh, that was on TV. That's why. It was on TNT. Um, yeah, I think we usually get Seattle, which I just think it's stupid that a state like we're in, Idaho, gets blacked out for any of those games. Yeah, I, I do
1: blackouts across any sport to be Ike. Can...
0: Yeah, that too. I kind of get it like if you're in San Jose or Vancouver or Seattle. I kind of get that because it's like – the cable people kind of overstepping that
1: well that's what i don't understand is why these like i'm guessing those sharks i like i know they do they come on like what like fox sports west or whatever it's called right
0: nbc bay area or nbc
1: whatever. bay area. i don't understand why those companies haven't made a deal yet with youtube tv to where it's like okay like you have youtube tv so you know will give you like roots like all the mariners games for example are on root sports so people who are mariners fans in idaho which there's a lot of them yeah they don't get like no i don't know that many people now that have like direct tv
0: like pretty much
1: everyone has moved on to youtube tv because it's like a 100 bucks cheaper a month and you can you know with youtube tv and espn plus and stuff like that you don't like I don't even know that many people who buy center ice anymore for that reason, because you get, no. like, I get every game pretty much with ESPN plus I just log yeah. on to my ESPN plus. I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to, yeah. It's later at night. Like I'm going to put on Kings Oilers or whoever, like whatever yeah. random late night game is playing, but they need to fix that because that, Yeah. I don't know. You shouldn't have beginning black. And I know baseball has a bigger problem with it because like, whoever like yank like my friend troy when he goes back to new york and logs on his youtube tv he can't watch Mets games
0: yeah see that's something i don't get either like even the local well i'm trying to think anthony gave me login to someone else's youtube tv and i was able to get NBC. he lives in california and i was able to get NBC sports bay area so are i think you? it just depends yeah it depends on where you are I guess who has agreements with what? I mean, TV. I think I think TV in a weird spot where it's transitioning from being cable and satellite to now streaming, and all these streaming services having. I mean, you can't even keep up with it nowadays. It used to just be Netflix. Everyone had Netflix and TV. There are and too many of them now. It's you know.
1: Yeah, you have to have es like. You have to have ESPN Plus. You have to have whatever the extra innings to watch like, and we both play fantasy baseball. And like a lot of times, I mean, I'll put on baseball during the summer, but a lot of times in the summer, I'm like out doing stuff during like, yeah, yeah. a lot of times, like if I put on a baseball game in the middle of the day, it's because like, I'm not working and no one's really doing anything. And it's hot as hell outside. And I don't want to go out unless I'm like by water. So I'll put on like a random baseball game just because yep. there's nothing else on TV in the summer, but it's, It is too much. Like, I understand the NFL having Sunday ticket. That one makes more sense to me than the other ones. But I just feel like you would get more fans if you said, you know what? If you have YouTube TV, you get all the – like, every NHL game, you have it. Every baseball game, you have it. And, like, you could get – like, and I'm not even saying, like, regular people would have to do that. But – or even, like, create – like, the league should, like – baseball basketball and hockey could come together and be like all right for an extra 20 bucks a month or whatever to figure out a price you get all of our league's games like work Mm -hmm. together and try to like help each other out because even basketball you have to have the which basketball has a lot of games on tnt and espn too but yeah it's just it's too much like i don't want to spend all the money to like get all those different things just yeah. because and it's not that I don't want to watch them but you know I like like seriously sit down and think about it I'm like oh how much am I actually going to have the time to sit down and watch all 82 Vegas games or all yeah 162 no, like no I'm not going to have the time no. to do that so <clears throat> I'm not going to go out and spend like ESPN yeah. plus is like eight bucks, whatever ESPN plus is That's fine. So, then you because... have to pay
0: like some of them. You're like, <clears throat> Oh yeah. Do you want commercials? Like if you don't want a c- commercials and you got to pay this, like, I think <clears throat> it's just tough. Like nothing centralized anymore where before with cable, it was all, yeah, the cable or direct TV, maybe you have dish, um, all that kind of stuff. I think also, <clears throat> What's tough for all these other sports is football season because football takes yep. up, like we've said, Sunday, Monday, Thursday, college football is Saturday. So that's four days of the week that is <clears> – <throat> football is king, right? Sunday, right. all-day football. And Sunday so is like
1: football. Saturday too. Like college yep. football is with like – so, and too. I think it's partially with how – Like, it's weird to think about because, like, when I was growing up and I was on ESPN, like, if I put on College Game Day, right, you – they didn't even speak about gambling. And now every league has, like, a thing that they talk about the over and under and points – like, it's way more – like, it used to be, like, a thing no one talked about. Like, oh, that only happens, you know – in las vegas like you can bet on these teams like in las vegas but like with the internet getting bigger and now you have offshore gambling accounts that people can use i still don't know if that's like i don't think it's illegal but i don't know that it is 100 percent legal like i don't think you i you're not betting in the united states technically so i don't think it is illegal
0: yeah it's like a gray area
1: yeah yeah but it I think that's why college, I mean, and obviously it's still football and football is always going to be, you know,
0: yeah, it's going to be king. Yeah.
1: Number one, people started with the Kaepernick stuff, like, oh, it's going to ruin football or no, you know, them making them stand is going to like, no one's going to, everyone still watches football. I yeah. mean, it's specifically the NFL people, they could like have 75 guys murder somebody yeah. in the NFL. <laughs> and people are yeah. still, like you said, it's, you know, Like the AL, like the AL and NLCS are on right now for Major League Baseball. And I guarantee you, when like the ratings numbers come out tomorrow, more people watch the Jaguars game than that or hockey or whatever college football. It's just, it's different. So I wish they would come up with something that made it that like helped, like specifically the NHL, because like they do have loyal fans in a sport that it like, Gary Bettman makes it hard to stay loyal. Yeah. Not like, you know, your team makes it hard to stay loyal, but he may, like, whoever's running, like, their operations of, like, getting it on TV and stuff makes it to where it's very hard to, like, yeah. follow your team Yeah, like you do, would. Like, and it's, it's a long season. I get it's a little bit different than NFL yeah. where it's like, all right, you know, 15 times a year my game is probably going to be on Sunday between 1 and... 7 o'clock at night, and once or twice, maybe we have a Monday night game, maybe we have a Sunday night game, maybe we have a Thursday night game. So, yep. yeah, I get it's a, It's kind of comparing apples to oranges, but they could be doing better.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I think it could all be done better, but <clears throat> at the end of the day, for we to know. But, yeah, I think as far as looking forward, though, Friday, <clears throat> not a whole lot of games. Saturday, though, we've got... 15 games so all but two teams play on saturday which would be a fun night of hockey but again that's the thing it's like this is on saturday but college football is also this saturday and i think it's also weird too because this is the beginning of the season by the time football is over is when these um when these sports tend to pick up especially with playoffs and stuff but then once once football's over, then basketball is all that's on TNT and all this stuff. Especially last year. I think this year, hopefully, they'll try to like push for more hockey, but we'll see how that ends up. But which
1: the knights are officially
0: now five and 0.
1: 5 and zero. It was three to three with five minutes left, but they won five to three. Damn! Looks like Jack go yeah. power play and an empty net goal. Nice. So, that happened during our rant.
0: Funny. All right. Well, good episode this week. um We'll probably do them on Mondays. I can do it on Monday because I was in Tennessee, but <clears throat> if you're able to do it on Mondays, love to have you on. So I'll let you know. But other than that, make sure you guys follow us on everything: um Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. So you get all of our updates. TikTok too, if you have it. See some clips of stuff when I make them, but. Yeah, motto for this weekend is park your ass and watch some hockey on Saturday if you're not watching any football. Um, We'll have an episode Monday so we can kind of talk more about that Tuesday (coughs) slate games and maybe see what we've got ahead of us. Maybe we'll have some more details on that ESPN thing too. But other than that, I think we're all set. So you guys have a great rest of your weekend. Watch some hockey and thanks for tuning in. Thanks, everyone.